0: Patriot or puppet? You know, the virtue of hard work is no longer universally held by most of the people in the United States. The era of Franklin is partially eroded, beginning back in the 1920s with the gospel of consumption. The gospel of economic consumption was a direct attack on Franklin's focus on productivity and thriftiness. Then the era of Franklin was partially eroded again in 1930s with the advent of the welfare state, which Franklin argued against even before Adam Smith wrote The Wealth of Nations. The era of Franklin again partially eroded in the 1940s with World War II and the Holocaust because here was definitive proof that there is evil in the world and that evil can't be eradicated simply by education. Finally, the era of Franklin partially eroded in the late 1960s and 1970s with the focus of the individual happiness at the expense of hard work. The current thinking by the Bummer administration and the Democrats in the Congress is that it's time to take money from the people who have an abundance of it and give it to the have-nots. Saul Alinsky, the political thinker who seems to have had more impact on Obama than any other, was clear in his most important book, Rules for Radicals, of course, written for that radical left-winger. The problems with this is that the rich are what the Obama administration says is rich, which are the not-so-rich middle class want to keep what they have worked hard for and don't want to give it to people who may or may not have worked at all and who are joyfully living on the public dole. The poor, by definition, those who don't have a gold pot to relieve themselves in, want what all of the rich folks in the middle class have. They want material wealth handed to them because... They have been told that they are entitled to someone else's hard work. These two groups will be on the opposite sides of the question of capitalism versus socialism, or much worse, the eternity, for eternity if we enact any more social welfare legislation. It's almost inevitable that our children will have to pay the bill for the debts we are now creating in the name of social justice, fairness, and redistribution of the fruits of your labor to the masses and the policy of giving more to those who have less, reducing their incentive to earn more, by the way, With the November Revolution of 2008, which uh, gave us one-party rule for two years, the progressive Democrat Party saw their chance, and they took it. Within the two years, it took for the people to realize they needed some balance. The progressives passed Obamacare, which effectively gives government control of one-sixth of the economy. They passed Dodd-Frank, which gives them extensive control over the financial sector. When they couldn't push cap and trade, even though a rubber stamp Congress, uh, Congress and president imposed it by executive order, when they likewise failed to muster enough of their own hacks to pass the DREAM Act, once again, it was imposed by fiat. The anti-capitalist programs of the progressive Bush administration's final days were continued and amplified by the Obama administration, as you recall. The TARP was followed by the stimulus. The takeover of AIG was joined by the takeover of the auto industry and by force-feeding money into the economy for years of quantitative easing you know, the printing of worthless money, as the casino we call the stock market's soars. Unemployment reporting has been totally unhinged from reality as the real rate stays at levels which would easily shine the lights of truth on the fiction of so-called recovery. According to the government's own Bureau of Labor Statistics, the real unemployment rate, the U6, has been continuously above 13% for the last year. If the average person accepts these uh, fictions as reality that are being forced on them through the disgusting mainstream media, we as American people who do know and understand should be not hold the elected traders accountable starting at at 2014, but we should discover ways to hold mainstream media accountable as well. We must not forget the media traders. We have just concluded the fifth physical year since President Obama took office. During those five years, the federal government has spent a total of three point seven trillion dollars on approximately eighty different means tested poverty and welfare programs. The common feature of means tested assisted programs is that they are graduated based on a person's income and in contrast to programs like Social Security and Medicaid and Medicare, excuse me, they are a free benefit, and not paid into by the recipients. The the uh, that this is reports from the uh, minority side of the Senate Budget Committee. Now the minority side also states that the enormous sum spent on the means-tested assistance is nearly five times greater than the combined amount spent on NASA education and all federal transportation projects over that time and the staggering sum of 3.7 trillion is not even the entire amount spent on the federal poverty support as states contribute more than 200 billion each year primarily in the form of free low income health care the goal has always been to get enough people receiving benefits to outvote the ones paying for those benefits? Whatever happened to incentives and hard work and entrepreneurship? Whatever happened to the freedom to pursue your dream? Whatever happened to the free enterprise system? Will your children have the right to try and become successful on their own as you did? The irony of all this is that it may well be the children of the have-nots that will have to pay our national debt, assuming that their parents are successful in getting the bulk of the wealth away from the wealthy and willing. The question I have is, should we leave the era of Franklin? Should we just leave it as an uh, ornament on a Christmas tree, are eras past? Like we do for the eras of Ju- Julius Caesar and Frederick the Great and Napoleon? Or should we defend the soul of Franklin as our own soul? Defending it from attacks by modernism, postmodernism, socialism, communism, existentialism, and deep ecology? In my opinion, We should defend and continue the era of Franklin because his philosophy of hard work, religious tolerance, individual freedom, social responsibility, and scientific inquiry are the foundations of any good philosophy of life. Our past should provide the education what to do and what not to do. In that, deviating from Franklin's philosophy of life, has brought us problems such as the Great Depression. There have been famous politicians, FDR, JFK, Reagan, but each of these individuals are famous only for politics. It's not like we really enjoy watching Reagan's movies or his ads for General Electric. It was his and all their actions that directed our country in the right direction for that reason. Franklin still matters today. A good example of the Franklin Free Enterprise would be Andrew Carnegie, who created wealth and lots of it. He did not take it from other people. He actually generated wealth. He figured out how to make iron and steel products really cheap, and that allowed the development of cheaper and stronger rail lines, buildings, bridges, factories, and power plants. He allowed us to grow, and therefore, he generated wealth, i.e., the capability to do mechanical and eventually electrical work. And while Andrew Carnegie was free to spend his wealth on personal luxuries or luxuries for his children and grandchildren, he did not do that. Instead, he donated the money that he generated to build libraries, universities, public schools the peace palace musical cons- conserva- conservatories and even the sports venues now he gave us his money he gave his money away to projects that he thought could help grow society and he was smart enough to realize that growing society involves growing the mind of future generations so that they can build the factories and power plants of the future. As Edward de Vera probably once said, and Carnegie echoed years later, it is the mind that makes the body rich. The minority of Americans, the productive sector, pays for everything. They make things, invent things, design things, test things, and move things around. They provide, either through production, warehousing, or transportation, nearly everything Americans need. From water, to food, to medicine, and health care, to the replacement of car parts, the productive people produce and deliver everything. And these people or the ones who are being destroyed by regulation, restrained by bureaucracy, and taxed to their limits. The productive people have unanticipated allies, though. The vast sea of college age and recent graduates who are just now starting to understand the uh, force and its. that's understand the losing game which they are being forced to play that they call and, they're, and they're, their names are, are what we refer to and we'll be talking about is Millenniums. Okay, The Millenniums. They are the patsies brought into rich in the pot of professional politicians and their cronies in the finance industry. More unprotected allies are coming in form and uh, in, in from the traditional left. These people are concerned about the president's domestic spying and data collection, secret orders, and blatant lies. They don't trust him any more than the Russians or the Israelis or the Emirates do. We the people must not fall victim to those who are doing all they can to destroy our wonderful America. Stand up with us and fight. Join in our international radio program and push the start button to do something. Action must take place before change can ever happen. What we have seen in the last two presidential elections, 2008 and 12, has been... Something truly extraordinary in terms of voter turnout and mathematical figures. The elections themselves are always hyped up to be uh, by the uh, media as the most important election we have ever had, but in reality, they frequently play out in much the same manner. The candidates from the two major parties tend to uh, spar with one another over the same issues just repackaged for the particular time period, and they find themselves in the nation in. Different issues take up more of the spotlight and importance depending on what the country is worried about at the moment, but the array of issues to choose from largely remains the same. The importance of the last two elections. What was so different about these last two elections was the changing demographics that resulted in changes to the numbers of swing states that were in play. These are the states that neither party can feel completely confident of victory in because of the voting public in these states is more likely to be more eventually split than the other states. Some states are historically red Republican and blue Democrat and can likely be counted on uh, to vote that way in most elections. Oklahoma, for example, is considered the most red state in the country as it has voted most heavily for the Republican candidate in recent elections. By contrast, a state like Vermont is considered safely blue. Swing states matter because they are where the elections are won or lost. In 2008, Barack Obama won the swing state of Nevada, Iowa, Colorado, New Mexico, Ohio, and Florida. He also added the states of Virginia, North Carolina, and Indiana to his total. And these were states that were previously believed to be easy wins for the Republican candidates. John McCain only managed to win the swing state of Missouri. This is why Obama swept to victory easily in the Electoral College by a total of 365 to 171. 270 needed to win. In 2012, mainly and many believed that the tables would turn. They looked at the public approval rating of the president as well as the unemployment situation in the country and believed that Republican challenger Mitt Romney would win the White House. Some were bold enough to make Predictions that Romney would win greater than 300 electoral votes in his victory—that turned out not to be the case at all. As President Obama won re-election with a total electoral votes of 332 to 206. The only swing states that were given back to the Republican camp were Indiana and North Carolina. Why it will not play out in much the same way in 2016. For one thing, 2016 will feature new candidates from both parties, and that will be important, believe me, to the way the the election plays out. Granted, it does matter who is nominated by both parties, without a doubt. However, key factors, like demographics, will indeed play a bigger role, in my opinion, because of the way that certain uh, racial and income groups vote with rising minority populations in nearly every state in the country. The number of Democrat votes in these states was on the rise, but has stopped and may be falling. Obama has caught the attention of one strong base I spoke of earlier, and that was the millennials. Granted, they paid little attention in Times past, it was more like a game they were playing, but now they were being singled out to be asked to pay for their play as well as pay for others' play. This did not sit well with them. Now they are beginning to look even deeper, and they that they, than they ever would have before. And what they are seeing now is what the majority of us have been seeing all along. If you will lie about one thing, you will lie about others. You get one first impression, screw it up like Obama, and you're mud from then on. Now, millennials put more states in play, and that means that even the weak, devalued Republicans will start with a tide against the Democrats. This, of course, will hinge on things like how the Republicans are trashing the average American who makes up 99 percent of the Tea parties. Electorally, Republican candidates have to win all their traditional red states and also a vast majority of the swing states Ohio, Florida, Virginia, are must-win states, all states won by Obama twice as well as holding on to North Carolina, blue in 2008, red in 2012, then a Republican candidate needs to have either Iowa, Nevada, Colorado, and New Mexico, all states that Obama won twice. That means in total a Republican candidate would need to flip four states that have voted blue in the last two elections while not giving up any of their others. It is incredibly difficult with the Democrats they are facing and the simple fact that these are all swing states and it's not an easy win for them. If the Republican base will wake up and stop uh, degrading their own base and and start to show courage in place of cowardness, then we have a shot at first taking back the Senate. And then, if the real Republicans uh, fire John Boehner, then no matter what puppet the Democrats put up to run in president, uh, for president in 2016, it will be more in favor of the Republicans. That is, of course, they, if they don't pick another rhino like John McCain. Now, I want to bring on my co-host, Michael Talley, on this and get his opinion. And, and thanks, Michael, for bringing up the fact that we need to talk about the Millennials millennials. this uh, this show. Good morning, David. Oh,
1: you're welcome. I think that's such a huge topic. The, uh, one of the big contradictions was when uh, our little boy Obama was campaigning, he went to a lot of colleges and universities and he would say, you can stay on your parents' insurance until you're 26 years old and they cheered and you could have told them that Iran went non-nuclear they wouldn't know to cheer but this they did and now they're finding out that's not helping them the parents first of all are losing their insurance so they can't afford the way it's raising to keep the kids on and now these kids are the ones that are responsible for maintaining the float of Obamacare and the Obamas got out these commercials uh... A look-alike is they out there doing a rap and singing. And, and they're asking these millennials, well, what do you think of that? They said, well, it's kind of cute, but it doesn't have anything to do with me signing up. Sixty percent of them are just sitting back waiting for Obamacare to fail. We finally have their attention. Because this is really a group of people that are not too clever. And, you know, and I guess it's according to their age. I mean, how many people really follow politics when you're, when you're that young? You don't exactly. need insurance you think are invincible, which is going to hurt Obamacare. And now the things they're doing to try to get their attention. You have Michelle out there talking to a group of moms, just like the Obama does when he puts on his little speech. He's got people behind him all the time.
0: Right.
1: And she's there speaking, and he's looking so disinterested. And she's – it's like a script that she doesn't want to say. Talking to the moms of America saying, well, come with Christmas. Talk to your kids about signing up for Obamacare. Now, that's a topic that would never come up at my Christmas table. (laughs) And I don't think it's going to come up at anybody's table. Amen. They don't care to talk about it. It,
0: Unless you were to say, listen, uh, 18-year-olds and up, would you like to go in and if you had to go to the doctor that you normally paid $1,000 for, would you mind leaving a $5,000 tip for the doctor from now on? You know, go ahead and talk reality with them. And if they would say, hell no, I don't want to do that, then, okay, then please don't sign up for Obamacare because that's basically what you're doing.
1: And and they (laughs) aren't. They're hitting the kids in the social media, all the spying that's being done. And it's really a a conundrum. It's an oxymoron. These kids that are on Facebook telling everybody they just went for a cup of coffee don't want their own privacy to be disturbed. And talk about a conflict of mental thoughts. You're telling everybody what you're doing. It's out there for the world to see, yet you don't want to be spied on. Well, it's one or the other. And that shows the mentality of what we're dealing with with millennials. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing more and more of them staying home, same with their parents till their mid 30s, if not longer, not doing anything, and this is the group that the Obama went after because they're gullible. Yeah, he got their attention. He thinks he's a rock star, and you get all the Hollywood people saying, "Yeah, Obama's the greatest thing going." That's how he won the millennials, and now the disapproval among the millennials is amazing. It's reversed.
0: It's if they're beginning to think. Just, yeah. yeah, they're beginning to think now. And now, again, like you were saying, they're used to playing and not paying any attention. But when it hurts, when it when something got their attention, they're not going to just not pay attention now. They, they say, wait a minute, the lion is right there, and it just bit me. Now I've got to figure out where the lion's at and how to dodge the lion. Basically, it's fundamental for any kind of conversation, that would be the bottom line. They see something has attacked them, and they thought it had a big grin on its face and, and was for them, and now they're seeing the reality. Uh,
1: You've got Obama saying you can stand on your parents' plan till your 26 was made them happy, and then they find out that's not going to happen. Another typical Obama lie. Exactly. Like a drug addict, if his mouth is moving, he's lying precisely and they finally yeah. period <laughs> yeah period yeah, yeah you keep your doctor period yes and then you got all the democrats trying to protect them all the msnbc's and the CNNs saying well that that really meant so-and-so no it meant period that's yeah. what
0: the language means the charles matthews of the world my god he he makes me want to puke Oh, I love Obama. I just want to worship him. Blah blah blah. It's it's in. Is it Charles Matthews? Is that who I'm uh, thinking? The MSNBC? Matthews, Chris
1: Matthews, Chris, Chris Matthews, Matthews,
0: Chris. Yeah. Yeah, the guy that's yelling all the time, the annoying guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's supposedly had this wonderful brain, and he certainly has revealed to us. How retarded that brain is. I mean, it's well, incredible. I hope he
1: donates it to science because he didn't use it.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: and Maybe. he had a uh, an interview with the Obama, and he was just so excited about it. And they don't ask any questions. These people get on there, and it's like uh, Bloomberg going on The View with uh, Barbara Walters and Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah. And they're saying, well, why don't you just ban all all guns from New York and ban all sugary drinks. I mean, they're idiots. That shows what our PD mentality is.
0: Yeah. That would invite every criminal in the world, hey, we need to go to where they're banning those guns. You hear that? Because Uh, the criminals are going to be the only ones with the guns. Do they follow the laws? Hell no. They're criminals.
1: That's (laughs) why all these shootings take place in gun-free zones. I mean, these guys are cowards. That's why most of them shoot themselves. They can't even right. stand up for what they did.
0: Mm-hmm. They think what mm-hmm. they
1: did was so good and monumental and good for the well-being of the world. Stand there and take it. But they've got to shoot themselves. It's the biggest cowardly act you can have. Exactly. And Obama's the biggest coward we've got out there. They passed this budget, and they're taking money away from the retired war vets, attacking their pension. Yet Obama can spend, I think the number is $400 million on trying to determine that the Tea Party people are nuts.
0: You know, there is something about that that you and I keep talking about, but we've got to shine the light on it and somehow get it to the surface. And that is, Obama is systematically destroying our military. He is firing people that don't have his left-wing agenda thought process. All of those great generals and things that are, are being toppled and people being told that listen if you want to stay in the service you have to agree that you will shoot Americans all of those kinds of things need to surface and we need to be tooting them like a loud trumpet you know we we just have to inform people that this president not only is he liar in chief and has destroyed more of our constitution and been treasonous in the act of Of changing laws and 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 doing the things uh, by via fiat the uh, uh, executive order that bypasses Congress, he is destroying our military and uh, he's changing it over, trying to get that that uh, the reason why he's got you know five million. Muslims coming over here without even needing to have a green card—they're just automatically here. The reasons are he wanted that militia that he talked about before he became president. We need a, a personal militia even stronger than the military. Do you recall those words? Oh yeah, and better, better armed,
1: better equipped. Yes. And the yeah, Muslims yeah. don't mind firing on, on Americans. I mean, you know, Absolutely. Give them a chance. These are cowards that hide behind trees and shoot people in the back at midnight.
0: Typical terrorists. Exactly. That's Listen, I'm going to say this until I uh, fall over backwards. I don't care what anybody has to say about this. This is the truth. A, if, if, if all Muslims are not terrorists, then why don't they stand up and be uh, disgusted at the fact that all terrorists are Muslim and all of them agree that infidels should be killed. That means anybody that doesn't believe in their religion, which is a cult, and quote-unquote coming from my co-host as well.
1: Absolutely. They haven't got the guts to speak up. I mean, this is a, a cult that kills people. For drawing a cartoon of their, uh, their phony Allah, Allah, whatever it is, that idiot's name is. Right. It, it's ridiculous. These people will never stand up. And we have to stop the Muslims from doing to the, the United States what they did to Europe. I mean, they're all over the place in Europe. They're taking over.
0: And that's what they plan on doing here. Absolutely. Yeah. And Multiply. Boy helping, Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Multiplied. And simply. Uh, I would like to know, just for the fun of it, if anybody has the answer to why women would allow themselves to be treated in the fashion that they are treated under this, uh, uh, what the hell is the name of their Sharia? Uh, you, You can go to one of those countries where they bury the woman up to her neck, where everybody's throwing rocks at her, because someone raped her, and she told someone about it, okay? Now, isn't this the exactly. irony of what we're talking about? And they're throwing rocks at If you try to save that woman, even the women will kill you. What yeah, in I the mean, hell is going on here? They should, be, they should be asking us for shotguns, you know, and I would love to furnish them. You know, but there is no reason. There's no logic here. Where's, where's the logic
1: in that? Well, that's the way they're brought up. That's like they're trying to do over here with... With Common Core in the United States, they've got Obama treated as the Messiah in Common Core. Barbara Walters is coming out saying, this little boy is the Messiah. You know, it's the left-wing liberals in full bloom. They think mm-hmm. they've got an opportunity finally to take over the United States and destroy our system. Right. Get rid of a free market economy, capitalism. Exactly. And they think this is their opportunity. You they know... Just, uh, Talk Dynasty guy, uh, Ryan Yeah,
0: talk, yeah talking about he out. did not believe uh, homosexuals were uh, biblical. And, and they fired him. What is a homosexual? must run that place. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, nothing happens with this Martin Brashier when he makes a disgusting comment about Palin until finally, finally, weeks and weeks later, public opinion has them making no choice. But this thing, as soon as it occurred, the gays and the weirdos are speaking out. Yeah, and he just said it's called free speech, but apparently we don't have that anymore. You can only have free if, speech if you're a gay, if, you're a lesbian. You say, "Well, I want everybody if, to do what exactly. I do."
0: Yeah, I only you only have free speech if, if, phone you're, phone. A yeah. if yeah. you're a left winger.
1: Yeah, if you're a left
0: winger, you got free speech. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. no. And, and and you got supporters like the Al Sharptons of the world who make a living on exploiting. Uh, a, an entire culture, a, a black civilization, and, and they don't have sense enough to see that. He's making money on the backs of exploiting them. I can't understand that. Why don't... Lo, logic is is so buried in our country. Simple logic. in to remove people from that pride of being... Uh, proud of one's self-worth by simply handing them something. You, you remove that, that joy. They will never, ever see that because they're going to sit by and say, listen, why I work, I'm going to get it free. This is that what I was starting off with. The, the Franklin uh, era is simply being robbed. That is the entire essence of our country, our free enterprise, our republic. And here we are being ruled now by a majority that is feeding uh, some people out here to keep their vote to have the Diane Sawyers and the Obamas uh, to start uh, evolving and throwing the rest of us in the garbage. You know it's just it's incredible
1: well they're they're looking down on capitalism or free market society, and they don't know, but they're trying to groom a socialistic central planning economy which doesn't work. Hasn't worked. It's already been proven. It's It's been proven proven proven. over
0: over and over again.
1: Does not work. It cannot work. But they want to do their income equality, which is the big slogan now. They want to take money from people
0: that have it and give it to people that don't. And what does that provide? It provides people who stop producing. Look at uh, do we have to go over to the countries who are standing in line saying where's my check where's my check they've been getting this stuff they, they started their retirement age in the fifties over uh, uh, can you, uh, think of the uh, Holy Britain country, think about that well Britain as well as uh, uh a uh, another <laughs> my heavens they they're using they're using the fact that uh you do not earn money whenever you have a business and you offer and you have jobs to give to people uh, they're doing you a favor by working for you and profit is is immaterial you what is important is that you pay the employee now how ridiculous just think of logic and I like to go all the way back to pushing the little cart that you're going to sell ice creams at ice cream cones and you bring someone on to help you by going knocking on doors and then they tell you listen uh, you're making seventy five dollars a day on this cart Uh, you need to give that all to me and i'll I'll continue working for you You keep pushing this and keep buying the stuff and give me the seventy five dollars that's the only way people are going to understand this logic, is to break it all the way down to themselves having a small business and realizing, wait a minute, there is something to what they're saying. We, we've got to be able to realize that people who create the jobs are not the enemy. They are the builders of the economy.
1: People that work and understand that, the people that want it handed it to them, they haven't
0: thought about it enough to understand it. There's no such
1: thing as trick trickle-up
0: economy. Exactly. Well, those unions yeah. now are those people that I just talked about that want the $75, the guy in the little push cart selling ice cream. They want his profit. Okay? And, by the way, if that's not enough for them, they want him to borrow money and pay them on top of the $75. It's, it's an incredible mindset, and people are going to have to wake up. Yeah. I mean, if you don't
1: support yourself and you rely on the government, and eventually the trend is everybody relies on the government because that's the end game, there's nothing to rely on. You have somebody that controls everything. And if you don't have the ability to go out and make money and support yourself and do better, why are you going to do it? I'm not going to go out and make money and give it to somebody else.
0: Yeah, what? yeah, never happened in the yeah. past. Not going to happen now. No, uh. Uh-uh. You know, it's it's this this uh, filibuster uh, proof now. Harry Reid uh, proof uh, Senate is now got us to a point to where no matter what the Obama night has to offer uh, or to state, they're going to back him. I, I think Reid is going to go down. As the biggest monster against America that there ever was, how he stays in office is just exactly what we are talking about. He will sit there and placate to those. listen here, you need these freebies and he's the he's the person that line item veto from uh, the statement from Reagan uh, was designed to round. He, he just is a, a an absolute Crony, when it comes to, uh, you scratch my back, I scratch yours, except you scratch mine a whole lot more because I'm Harry Reid. He pulls out and gives, and that's how he stays in office. They just idolize him. Well, they complain
1: that the Republican House hasn't done anything. They've done so many things, That's amazing, but Reid won't bring it to a vote. He's a he, he is as miserable as he looks. Him and Pelosi both. I don't imagine. I can't understand why either are voted in place. Yeah. I mean, she's she's a card carrying
0: alcoholic if she's an inch. Yeah, and, and it's say, that we, giving. It's that giving to the voter is what keeps them in office. And again, the only thing that's is beginning to wake up is. It's people is that uh, what happened to the millennials, there is that one stroke may be what it takes to wake up the sleeping giant. If the young person can start looking and seeing what's wrong, then obviously it's going to be they're going to be saying something to those older folks who are not doing anything other than staying on the Obama wagon surely they're going to be able to explain. The younger people will be able to explain to those relatives that are older, listen to this, this is logic now. When a a young person begins to say that, I think we're going to have a a change of of sorts, and and that's what I'm banking on, by the way. Uh, Nobody has a crystal ball, and depending on if we get another... uh, rhino as uh, the chosen one to go up and run against whoever the other side is, and everybody's pretty well convinced it's going to be Lady Hillary. And um, I I just uh, just don't have a clue as to how it's going to come out, but I believe that we got a better shot with the millennials now being awakened.
1: Well, Republicans have to keep pushing the fact that Obamacare has got to be removed from the books it's not a law anyway if you got obama out there making 20 some changes that's not a law it's a whim he's ruling mm-hmm. like a dictator going around congress ruling by executive order as far as a politician working for the
0: united states goes
1: this guy's clueless he's well, doing exactly we just, what he wants to yeah, do
0: if we would just turn back and keep talking about the fact that whenever they were really pressuring for this law to be passed, they were talking about it. It was not a tax. Now they openly embrace the fact that it's a tax. So it it's got to be. We've got to throw those kinds of things out there and let the poison stick. You know, it's just there's no way that we can turn our backs like these cowardly ballless Republicans are doing out there on the lies. Number one, they sit and accept the fact that they were responsible for the government shutdown, you know, closing the national parks and stuff. And I cannot believe that they didn't scream to the top of their voice, you mean because all of you Democrats had this to say, and because we voted against it, we're the ones that shut it down? How can yeah, they that... Got,
1: they
0: got, can it got to be, be more
1: vocal. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All they've got to do is play the words against him, Hillary, what difference does it matter now anyhow? Obama, you can keep your health plan if you like it, period. Pelosi, you got to pass it to see what's in it. These people are stupid enough. They've cut their own throats. We just have to take advantage of it.
0: Yes, exactly. I cannot believe that number one, we can't get tough. I can't understand that. I, I won't let anybody run over me. How can... Because they want their free stuff. They'll get up there, and just like that idiot uh, that uh, got a bu- in front of the the, uh, the Congress and said, yes, I stole money, but politics were involved, and he got a standing ovation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm sick to death of the fact that we as Americans hire people that are now seen as royals and we just sit back and say well no uh, we don't want to put just just anybody up there they have got to be the people with the most money and if you talk to people i have a, a, a conversation with someone on twitter that said oh, someone uh, in your own neighborhood is certainly not going to have a chance at running for office nobody would vote for him and you see it 's that jealousy that has destroyed our country. Think about that you if you don 't have a, a, a trillion dollars so somebody can look up and say oh he 's much better than me, what did we come from? We came from that. We had our revolution because we didn 't want to live in serfdom right but absolutely did we actually want to escape that i 'm talking about the mentality of our American public. We actually want the royals to rule over us. What in the hell is wrong with us?
1: Well, I think people go towards, like, what seeks its own level? They go towards the easiest solution. Not the best for them. But that's, that's our hopeful chance of waking up the millennials. There's enough of them. Yeah. They're kind of stupid right now, but maybe just calling them stupid will cause them to turn around and wake up and realize what they need to do to yeah. secure their own future, or they won't have a future.
0: Exactly. The dog bit they're them in the ass. They're giving it away. They're not, not going to turn their head from that. The dog has already bit them in the ass. They know something is there, and that's making them pay attention and making them ask themselves the question about, wait a minute, just because he said it doesn't mean, period, that it's the truth. You no. Know? Uh, now they know it's not the truth. Yeah, and
1: if he said it's not the truth, I mean, all I got to do is know it was Obama saying it, and right away, by definition, you know, he lied. Precisely. Precisely. Period. At the end, <laughs> got all these people in the news media protecting him, yeah. even over with uh, bowing to Castro and shaking hands with that little twerp. The news media says, "Well, we had to do it; it would have been an international incident." No. Mm-hmm. When a president of the United States goes someplace, the Secret Service has laid out where he's going to go, what he's going to do. He did that on purpose; it wasn't an accident.
0: Right. They always outside know the to Civil do. War. Our country has never been so divided economically, ethically, socially, politically. It doesn't matter. It, and racially. Yeah, yeah. There's no question that we're just absolutely flipped from uh, when he came in. He's supposed to be the, oh, I'm a, a uniter, not a divider. The most, uh, that's the biggest, I think that should be the biggest freaking lie, not just the fact that the, of, of the others that he's put out there. The biggest lie is he's a uniter. My right. God, it's the evidence is so profound that he is the biggest divider that there is in, on the planet.
1: And he has done nothing to help the United States. He's done things to help Iran. Might yeah. as hand them the bombs so they can turn around and point it at us, along with North Korea's propulsion system. <clears throat> All he's done is brighten the prospects for a third world war.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. I yeah. mean, he's made Putin look like, like a hero.
0: Yeah, and he knows that, too. Putin knows that he knows that Obama is his his biggest support because of his ignorance. And, yeah, and I don't know if it's ignorance. I think thing. it's he's actually wanting to destroy this country.
1: Oh, absolutely! He has always wanted. To. The Cold War has never been over.
0: Right. It's not over now. It's never been over. It won't be over. Mm-hmm.
1: Not Do you remember they, the little control. The little
0: Remember the little conversation, well, it'll be easier after the election when his words were recorded that he didn't know he was on camera recording when he was talking. The Republicans should have played that over and over again. Right. You know, a hot mic
1: moment. I mean, they certainly did. They're ballists. They won't do that. They're cowards. They don't do I know. I don't know why not. It amazes me. Yeah. When Romney said about the 47 percent, that was secretly taped. They played the hell out of that. Exactly. The Republicans won't play that way, but they better
0: get a grip. Yeah. you got to
1: do what you have to do in order to save the country.
0: And this guy exactly. Is, is There's not going to be a time that you can be a a coward. You just can't be a coward and be involved in running this country. You just can't be. Now, they've pulled... The nuclear option, they've done all of the things that are absolutely uh, incredible insofar as telling uh, the American people that we want to run every facet of your life. And, and now they don't even mind people like you were just talking about coming out and saying, why don't you uh, take away the guns and why don't you you know take away the big sodas? And it's almost like we know the American people is stupid now we got them by the balls and we're going to start talking and uh, like they're irrelevant if somebody were to to, when they say that to me I'm pissed you think I'm that stupid you know no I'm not going to let you get away with that it's like we don't exist yeah yeah no, no question yeah rulers and that's what they have turned into you know the, the rulers of the people. and what happened to the Republic? We, we've got to stand up for our constitution. That's the only thing that stands between us and any kind of liberty, because now what they're, they've convinced people that democracy is the same as republic. Democracy is the fact that you, that people get elected and those people tell you what to do because they're the majority. They're, they're the elected officials. They're the royals. So they simply tell you, the people, who are supposed to be their boss. By the way, tell you what to do. It doesn't matter that go that it goes against that document that is so far uh, in adolescence that they don't pay any attention to it. Called the Constitution. You know, it's it's incredible. We oh, they hate the, the people, Constitution. Yeah, we've got to stand up for it. It's the only thing that we have to protect us. That's what the Second Amendment was for, to protect us against government. Those guns, you remember?
1: (laughs) They've rejected the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth Amendment. They've gone through and have just opposed it. And Obama takes it on himself to say, well, we're not going to do that. And people let him do it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he wants to make gays. He called that basketball player that came out, personally calls him and says, how much gut you had to come out of the closet. Pro- profess your, your gayness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yet Margaret Thatcher passes away. Nothing happens. Mandela passes away, a, com- a committed communist. Right. And we have to keep our flags at half-mast for 10 days. And he yes. goes down and does all the stupid things you got the an, an interpreter a sign language interpreter there that that was a joke he I don't even know what he was doing the only thing I can see what he was doing he was trying to imitate what Obama was saying and what he said and the way he looked was so contrary to what would normally happen this guy just got confused off his cord I yeah. still don't understand
0: that one <laughs> you know I I got a email from a good friend of mine who is an attorney that's going to be with me uh, Christmas. Uh, And and he he said uh, that he got this from a Frenchman. It said, a wise Frenchman told me on a recent visit, you Americans think you're free. (laughs) We are more free than you are. Of course we have more laws. You cannot do this. You Continue to increase your laws. You cannot do this. We have laws that say we cannot do anything over here in France. But we have so many laws, we just ignore them. That's right. Yeah. You just ignore them, Americans. Just ignore Obama. Just <laughs> He's probably lying anyway. <laughs> it's... Mouth moving, he's lying. Yeah, it says, or he's, he's uninformed. Or he's misinformed. Either way, his actions are completely abominable. <laughs> yeah.
1: I looked at this quantitative easing that they they reduced oh, yesterday. That's killer. From eighty five to seventy five a billion mm-hmm. a month. And now Yellen's gonna come in. And Greenspan seems to have faith in Yellen, which I don't understand. Yellen is, is worse from what I've seen and read, she's worse than Bernaki is. Right. And then the stock market just goes crazy because, oh, we're still doing quantitative easing.
0: Yeah. In other words, we're printing still running
1: the government press.
0: mm mm-hmm. press. Keep on printing that money. The dollar is getting less and less. Look look at China. They're the biggest gold owner and purchaser in the world. Their yen is what is going to, in my my view... Is going to be the international currency, and what is that going to do? That's going to immediately remove the printing press from the dollar, and we are going to hit rock freaking bottom. Okay? Oh, now people have got to understand that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do they stop doing? Quantitative easing, which is just making phony money, which makes the stock market go crazy because they're getting free money and it makes the mm-hmm. Democrats say, well, look how good our economy is.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, like
1: the unemployment figures. You lie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Unemployment figures come out saying, we're 7% now. We're 15.6% right. for an inch.
0: Sure, sure. And it's incredible because the proof is there. I mentioned some of it in my opening, but you can't imagine how it's so easy for... The Democrats just stand up, stand up there and say, oh, those Republicans are liars. That's just, you know, and, the, and they keep right on moving on. What difference does it make? And you keep on making that same uh, thing over and over. That happened a long time ago. Okay, you still have got to wake up America. It happened, and it's happening, and each lie produces another lie. It's getting oh, worse. It's not getting better.
1: Now you've got all these... Idiots out there pushing Hillary Clinton, the liar-in-chief, who's mm-hmm. going to replace the liar-in-chief. The liar. You know, the same guy we've got now. <laughs> I'm so tired of looking at his picture.
0: Yeah.
1: And Barbara Walters comes out and chooses her as the woman of the year. She did nothing positive. Of course, Barbara Walters is a dyed-in-the-wool communist herself. Sure. You know, she's just a, a, another miscreant. Her and Whoopi Goldberg, they're the same as Sharpton and, and right. Jackson. They've got nothing good to say. Exactly. They hate the United States. They are way, way behind racism. I mean, if you think people are racist, that's where it starts.
0: Sure. They make a far living far. on that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. And it's incredible. You know, Holder, Obama, Walters, Jackson, Sharpton, Clinton, either Clinton, they're all in the same group.
0: Precisely. And look at that that one holder. I mean, we've just he's got he needs an extinguisher put on him constantly. He's just uh, from the very beginning, his colors came out, (laughs) and I and I don't just mean his skin color. When he started with uh, freeing the uh, uh, those guys uh, that were black panthers. Black Panthers, yeah, uh, th- that was the what I called the abomination of his beginning, you know, and and then of course, uh, Fast and Furious came along, and and uh, Obama gave him a pardon for that. Uh, now we don't speak of that because that's all hindsight, right? It's oh, yeah. incredible. We've, we've got so many lawbreakers and so much of the corrupt out there that all they have to do, and they've they've gotten away with it, is just say it's not true. You know, like that idiot uh, Joe Biden up there on that stage, I will never get over over this fact. And that stupid grin on his face, not true, not true, not true. No matter what was being said, he wouldn't offer any factual detail of why. (laughs) Just simply, that's not true. He knew knew his base was going to buy that. He knew that was going to that's all he had to say.
1: That's well, because their base is stupid and it's pushed by MSNBC. You got this Melissa Harris coming out and saying that now if you use the word Obamacare, it's same as using the N word.
0: Right, right, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, too the much. The term Obamacare is used to mean and undermine the black president. Incredible. Right, and and Obama is the one that put the Obamacare there and said, "Listen, yes, it does belong to me." <laughs> He was proud of it then. Now yeah. he's finding
1: out that people were really listening to what he said and what he's doing. Yeah. They're not too proud anymore.
0: <laughs> exactly. Listen, we're going to we're going to be signing off here very quickly, and I appreciate uh, all that you've done and contributing, Mike. And I will see you next Thursday. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, David. Dear President Obama. We, the people, have stated resolutely, we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is freedom.